You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 147. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And this week, we are continuing our deep dive into the PMO Outlook Report 2022 and beyond. Over the last couple of episodes, I did a deep dive and helped with some problem solving around two of the biggest challenges that showed up on this report, resource management and project prioritization. This week, we're going to go deeper into visibility and reporting, another one of the biggest challenges that showed up on this survey. So if you've ever heard your business leader say, I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure where the projects are. I can't seem to get any information. Where did that project come from anyway? Or anything like that, you'll definitely want to stick around for this episode. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the PMO Impact Summit, the longest running and largest virtual conference specifically for PMO leaders designed to help you make a bigger impact with your PMO. Now our event is coming up in just a few weeks on May 3rd and 4th, and you will not want to miss this jam-packed virtual event designed to give you the resources you need to build, up-level, or even rescue your PMO with a clear and intentional focus on showing your PMO value. Our theme for this summit is accelerating your PMO impact. You can connect with thousands of PMO leaders at the PMO Impact Summit for live hands-on workshops, actionable presentations, and also get the answers to your greatest PMO challenges with our live thought leader Q&A panel sessions. Now, I am also going to be hosting my very popular PMO Health Assessment Workshop. And in that workshop, I'm going to give you a clear action plan on exactly what to do with your PMO and also what sessions you should spend your time on at this two-day event to make sure that you are solving your specific PMO challenges. We're also going to be talking about things like shifting to a results-driven PMO, measuring and communicating PMO value, portfolio management and strategic alignment, shifting from project outputs to business outcomes, and maximizing your impact with strategic technology solutions. If you have not registered, did you hear me say that it's free? With content available for every time zone and recordings available for the live sessions, you are definitely going to want to register for this event. The entire reason that I do this event is because I wish I had me and the resources I now have access to when I was you, building and running PMOs starting back in 1999. So please join me there for free so that I can share with you all of those best kept secrets, ideas, and insights that you need to get your seat at the table and helping your organization make a bigger impact. So just register for free right now at PMOImpactSummit.com and I cannot wait to see you there. Okay, let's dive into today's topic on visibility and reporting. Now, as I mentioned, we're diving into some of those biggest challenges that PMO leaders and executives are facing based on the PMO Outlook 2022 and Beyond report done by Keyed In. 
you can hear the full breakdown of that report in episode 144. And then in 145, I talked about the resource management challenge, which was one of the biggest challenges. And in 146, we dove into project prioritization across the portfolio and the challenges there and what you might want to do about it. But there were two more areas that we're still going to dive into, which showed up as big challenges. One was visibility and reporting, and the other one was financial management. So today we're talking about visibility and reporting. Now, some of the respondents in this survey cited that project visibility and reporting was their biggest challenge. And this finding tells us that some teams are still using spreadsheets or a bunch of different systems, or they don't have that single source of truth or single source of data. And it makes it really hard for them to easily share with the business leaders what the heck is going on. So now if you have all of your information in a gazillion different spreadsheets, or you have people that have different versions of the truth sitting on their desktop, and then you walk into a meeting and you're trying to communicate the information to executives, and it turns out that the data you have isn't even accurate because the real information that was sitting on somebody's desktop is telling a totally different story, then this is definitely the episode you want to stick around for. And to make matters worse, it might feel like every time you meet with your business leaders, they're asking you different questions or for other information that wasn't on the report before, and you're not really sure how to get the answers to those questions, or they're asking it so frequently that you're constantly creating all this manual reporting and data a gazillion times. That is definitely going to be a problem for you because you're not going to be productive if that's what you're doing. Now, before you think this is me advocating for a bunch of technology solutions, not yet. There's a bunch that you can do without investing in technology and when you invest in technology, it's got to be the right solution at the right time to solve a clear set of requirements. But for many of us and many of the people on this report that were saying visibility and reporting is a challenge, there's a lot of underlying factors going on. For example, lack of real-time project portfolio data. So when your business leaders are asking questions, you're having to scramble and pull that data and bug your project managers again, all to pull the latest version of that data. And then by the time you actually get on the calendars, with your business leaders to go over that data, it's now irrelevant because a lot's changed in the two weeks it took you to get on their calendar. The other challenge that came up was project portfolio data not being centralized. That goes back to that whole lack of a single source of truth and having information showing up in a whole bunch of different places and on people's desktops and in different systems. And so depending on what system or report or spreadsheet you're looking at, you've got all kinds of different answers. And you might even be struggling with the truth isn't the truth you're allowed to present. Are you in one of those organizations where red is a sin and you're not allowed to communicate anything in red status, even if that's the truth? We'll talk about that in a minute as well. And then the third deep dive challenge that came up when people mentioned visibility and reporting was their biggest challenge was integrating project-related data from systems that the PMO doesn't control. And that could be like your financial management system, or maybe you have an agile implementation technology team, and they're doing everything in agile, and they're using something like Jira, and you can't get that data 
into your spreadsheets or into another system. And so it's kind of all over the place. You can't get to it quickly and information is distributed in a gazillion different ways. And this is about the time that the technology teams or the agile teams will say, oh, but we do things differently. We can't possibly roll our information up into a portfolio report. And that's just nonsense. Of course they can. It's about making sure you have the right information that you're collecting that is driving actions and decisions. So let me give you a few tips on the reporting process as a whole before we dive into some specific ideas around metrics that could be helpful to you. So first, I have this program that I call the one page executive dashboard, tell them what they need to know and then stop. And that's one of the biggest challenges. A lot of times PMO leaders think that more is more and really less is more. What I mean by that is I often teach my students to use a one page executive dashboard, a one page report that shares the information about what's going on with the portfolio projects and specifically focuses on where you need their attention. Now, if these are topics you really need to dive deeper on, you can listen to episode 35, how to get your sponsor's attention and episode 36 project communications, even your sponsor will love. That's where I talk to you about what you could include on a one page executive dashboard that would really keep your business leaders focused. And the reason that focus is so important is that you've got to put yourself in your business leader's shoes here for a second. They have a lot of information coming at them. The reason they want the pictures, the colors, the simple numbers, metrics, and information is because they have only moments to review information and make decisions. So when you put a report in front of them that has 16 different metrics and is using a lot of project management terms and project management speak, they need time to absorb and translate. And every time they're absorbing and translating, as opposed to immediately seeing what they need to know to drive action and decision, they're slowing you down. They're slowing the project down. And that means that the outcomes that you're able to help the organization achieve are slowed down. Because remember, your job is to help the organization drive the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. So if you are putting tons of information in front of your business leaders and they are maybe hemming and hawing and saying, well, I don't know, I need to think about it. It's because you haven't made a clear and compelling case to drive the decision that's needed in the moment. That's on you, my friend, not them. So if you see them struggling to make a decision, if you see them challenged with confusion around data that's in different formats, that doesn't quite make sense, that's coming from different places, that totally destroys your credibility when somebody else walks into the meeting and says, oh, that's not where things really are. You're creating a perpetual problem of challenges related to visibility and reporting. So if your business leaders are saying to you, I don't know what's going on. I can't make decisions quickly. I don't know where all these projects are coming from. I don't know who's doing what. I don't know I don't know, I don't know, you get the idea, then that means you've got to evaluate how you can get the right information in front of them to move, to act, and to process what they need to do so that they can help you help them deliver on strategy. So the secret, the big key to all of this is keep it simple. Less is more. If you can't get to decisions, it's because you've made things too complicated to get to decisions. And 
they're spending too much time on the wrong part of the process, understanding the data, processing the data, and making sense of it so they know what to do. Most business leaders, and I know you're probably thinking, yeah, except for the one that I'm working with, can make decisions quickly. But if you're feeling like that's not the case, you've got to look at what can you control. And you can't control how they process information, but you can make it a lot easier for them to do so. So where can you show them fewer metrics? Just because you can collect the data doesn't mean you should communicate and report on that data. Just because you can evaluate every project in 45 different ways doesn't mean you should because you're probably spending too much time doing things you shouldn't. And it doesn't mean you need to show all of that to your business leaders. Remember, tell them what they need to know and then stop talking. Show them what they need to know on that report and then stop talking. And if you're not sure what information they want to see, ask them. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Pretty much every portfolio should be looking at a few things. You want to have your basic metrics around whether or not you're progressing on those projects the way you should be. So should you have on time, on scope, on budget? Sure. Should you stop there? No. Do you need to use EVM, earn value management? Maybe. Do you understand that earn value management doesn't actually measure real value for projects? It's just another progress metric. It says, I've spent a bunch of money over a bunch of time but I can't tell you a darn thing about whether or not that that money spent and time spent actually equated to the results and the outcomes you need for this project. So don't spend too much time over complicating EVM or acting like that's the Holy grail. Cause it doesn't actually really tell you much of anything other than progress. So spend a little bit of time measuring progress. So you as the PMO leader and program portfolio managers can look at all of the projects under their purview and say, how are we doing? Are we where we are supposed to be? And if not, why not? And what do we need to do to get back on track? That's good for managing the progress, but you also need to look at how are you ensuring that these projects are achieving the intended business benefits? How are you ensuring that these projects were worth doing in the first place? Now in episode 134 and 135, I talked about pieces of the strategy life cycle, including before the projects even start. So up in that strategy definition and planning process where you're looking at what projects can be done across the portfolio and how you measure success. Then you want to come back after the project is delivered and look at ROI, return on investment. I talk about that in 134 and 135. So you can go deeper in understanding the services that you can create for your PMO to help the organization in defining good metrics and then going back and measuring that you achieve the business benefits intended in those two episodes. So for this episode, getting back to the kinds of things that you want to measure to define success and create some of that visibility and reporting and drive faster decision-making, there's a few things to look at. At the project level, you want to make sure that you are measuring return on investment. Was this project worth doing in the first place? And you might be saying, but the benefits aren't really financial. And we'll talk about financial management a little bit more next week and get into ROI. But for now, just think about how you can determine whether or not the project was worth doing in the first place. The way you do that 
is you look at the business case and how the project was defined and what metrics were determined to define success. So if you don't have business cases or you don't have clear metrics of success at the beginning of every project, you're going to have to fix that. And that's a really good service that I dive into in that episode on don't fix project delivery first, number 134. So you have to have some way to know the project was worth doing in the first place. So you've got to know how much you were expecting to spend. You have to know the benefits that are intended. And then you put that together to determine the return on investment. So that's one thing that you can do. And there should be a few measures of success up in the business case that you can translate into something measurable because that's the whole point, measures of success. And if you don't have that, then you need to ask questions like, what will the world look like when we are successful? How will we know that this project was worth it? Very simple questions like that can give you something measurable. And that might be different for each project, which makes some of this visibility and reporting difficult to do if you know you have different success criteria across projects. But at the portfolio level, you can say, whatever the success criteria were, did we meet them? Did we meet the intended benefits at the intended cost to achieve the expected return or worth it factor for those projects? But there's also some metrics that the PMO should have to determine PMO success. So let's talk about what a few of those are. Is the PMO helping the organization deliver the most valuable projects? This is a reflection on you as the PMO, and it is a reflection on your leadership team. Are we aligning resources and projects to strategy? Now, if you're doing it right, the strategy is developed first and the projects are defined as the way to implement that strategy. Every PMO should be able to answer the question, are we helping the organization most effectively deliver on strategy and making sure that our resources, our funding, our energy, our focus is on the projects that are the most valuable to the organization. So that's a big one. Another one is what are we doing to help the business move forward in a positive direction? Now, if you want to have your seat at the table, and if you want to be thought of as a business leader, not a project administrator, you have got to be thinking about things that your business leaders are thinking about. Do you know what they're always looking at? Growing revenue, cutting costs, optimizing resources, entering new markets, achieving success with their customer base. These are the things that they're looking at. So what is the PMO doing to increase revenue growth or cut costs or do some of these other value added services that can be measured to show how your PMO is supporting the bottom line and creating the greatest bang for the buck. Here's another one. And this showed up pretty high when PMO leaders and executives were determining success for the PMO and success in their roles stakeholder management, stakeholder expectations, and achieving or exceeding stakeholder expectations. This kind of a metric works at the project level, helps you define success at the portfolio level, helps you define success with your own PMO services. And that's what I'm trying to drive at here. It's not just about project success. It's not just about the portfolio as a whole. You also need to measure what I call PMO impact metrics. 
And I teach my students how to do this in the Impact Engine PMO implementation program. They learn how to define metrics that show that the PMO is driving the business forward, moving the needle in our organization, and helping the organization achieve big things. And stakeholder satisfaction against those services and capabilities are a really important part of all of this as well. Because PMO leaders and business leaders alike stated that the number one determining factor of project failure was stakeholder satisfaction or a lack thereof. So if you are not satisfying the stakeholders, they're not getting what they want. They're not seeing the business benefits. They're not achieving their business outcomes. That is the number one determining factor on whether or not your project, your portfolio, or your PMO itself is seen as successful. So the best thing you can do here is make sure that your PMO and the way you define success for yourself and for all of your projects is tied directly to the business goals of the organization and the strategy of the organization. This is achievable in any organization. And if you say, I don't know what the strategy is, or if you say, I'm not sure what the business goals are, my friend, you better start there. Because sadly, most staff in organizations don't actually know their strategy. And that, my friend, is why we have such a big failure rate when it comes to projects. If people don't know why they're doing what they're doing, then how in the world are they going to be successful at it? If they don't know how success is being measured, then how in the world are they going to know when they've achieved it? So it is your job to make sure that success is clearly defined at the business case for the project level, at the overall portfolio level, in the metrics, the few metrics that you choose to determine if projects in the portfolio are successful, that portfolio better be aligned with the strategy and the business goals. And it needs to be super clear what you need from your business leaders, how the information is coming to you to resolve these problems and exactly what steps you need them to take to continue to drive success. Now, once you've figured all of that out, then it's time for the real fun of automating all of the administration around your reporting and visibility and getting to real-time information, having everything in one system. You absolutely want to do this, but you can't start here because if you start with the technology solution first, before you've figured out what business problems you're solving, how you need to communicate information, how you are going to measure success, then you are likely going to fail at the technology solution because tool-first implementations fail all the time. It may even have happened to you, or you may have even seen it somewhere in your history. And that's because if you try and shove change at people before you've taken them through the process of figuring out the business problems you're solving and how to participate successfully in the process, and then streamlined and optimized that process, then you are likely to spin, get change resistance, and end up needing to customize the heck out of a solution that wasn't fit for purpose. Okay, Impact Driver, I hope this has been helpful to you and a good way to start you thinking about how you can improve the biggest challenge of visibility and reporting that many of your peers in the PMO and executive community are facing. 
Now, if you want more help with this, make sure you are registered for the PMO Impact Summit because we are diving deep into solving these problems specifically, the ones from the PMO Outlook Report, and in particular, visibility and reporting challenges, as well as strategic alignment and project prioritization. All of this is to come in the PMO Impact Summit. So make sure you register today for free at PMOImpactSummit.com. And I cannot wait to see you there. So that's it for this episode today. Thank you so much for being here. If you love what you're hearing, make sure you hit subscribe and download the PMO Strategies podcast so we can go on this high impact journey together, no matter where it takes you. Bye-bye for now. 